Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pillow Talk Podcast. It's your girl, as always. And I'm so excited to be back on here. You know, I love talking to you guys. I love being able to just come on here and pour out my heart and catch y'all up with what's been going on with my week. And I just think it's really amazing how God strategically works my weeks out where I have something to talk about because uh to be honest starting this podcast one of my fears was that I was not going to have enough content every week to produce so I'm, I wasn't gonna have something to talk about each week um but God has made my life in such an interesting way where there is something that he's always teaching me so I'm excited to just catch you guys up school is cool um It's definitely slowed down after these past two weeks where I had papers back-to-back and assignments back-to-back and um, readings. I've kind of fallen off a little bit on those, but I've been able to catch up a little bit throughout this weekend. So that's good. Um, I do have midterms coming up within the next couple of weeks, so y'all be praying for your girl because... Yeah, but honestly, I mean, I'm not too stressed because one of them is online. And so, you know, I'm sure working with another classmate will definitely help with the exam. And then also with another one of my exams, we actually take it collectively as a class. And so we're able to, like, share answers and help each other. So that's that's one thing that's really bomb about um, that, that particular class. But... Other than that, y'all just keep me, just keep your girl in y'all's prayers. Um, grad school is definitely a different lifestyle than undergrad for sure, but definitely still doable. In other news, y'all, so I think I mentioned it a couple of times in my previous podcast, but on October 26th, that's a Saturday at 5 p.m., I will be hosting a Pillow Talk event. And I'm so excited, y'all. It's been a long time coming since the last time I hosted one, which was back in June. Um, So I guess it's not been too long, but I do have the goal to make sure I have one every four months. And so now it's been four months. And you know what's crazy? I didn't even think I was going to be able to host one because... I started school and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm in the groove of school, but I'm like, Lord, I have assignments and exams and papers. And I don't know if I'm gonna have the time to, you know, throw a whole event together and get everything in the background and the ends of things, you know, together to make sure this event goes successfully. The main thing was actually having a place to host the event. I was a little bit worried about getting things together, but I felt like, okay, if I just manage my time together, cool. But I can do all of that and still not have a place to host the event, and that was my main concern. And, you know, I could have asked one of my, the friend that I had actually hosted the last Pillow Talk at, but I don't know, I guess for me, I just, I don't want people to think that I'm using them. Not that I am a user, but um, I don't know. I just don't like to bother people. Um people's homes is you know it's very intimate it's their dwelling place and I think just even offering it up is a a sacrifice for them and I don't I would hate for them to have to do that all the time especially if it's just the same person that I'm going to all the time for it so I just 
I, I felt like I had to just kind of figure it out. Like, okay, Lord, just give me a space because I, I don't want to ask nobody. I, I feel uncomfortable asking for help. Um, but usually the people that do assist with giving up their homes for me when it comes to hosting my events, I usually bless them. So um, that's a way that I show my gratitude and my gratefulness in their service of providing their home for me to host the event. I happen to share exactly these same concerns with one of my sisters in Christ. And she decided to open up her home for me. She said, yeah, like, I mean, that's what we're here for. And now I have a spot to host this event. So I really do believe this is God. I definitely do believe that God wants me to continue hosting these events. And so if you haven't already, if you're in the Dallas area, I suggest you go RSVP today and secure your spot because there's only limited seating. And I would hate for you to miss out on this event. If you missed the last one, you most definitely want to be at this one for sure. This event is going to be a pour out event. So I titled it pour out to be filled up because I want us women to come together and be able to pour out everything that we've stuffed that we are dealing with that we may have not really dealt with and we've just suppressed within ourselves. I wanted this space. I wanted to create a space where we could come together and release everything that could be bothering us, that could be causing us pain, that could be distracting us from the promise. All of our, our frustration, all of our anxiety, depression, anger, all of those things that we may be feeling or things that we have to be dealing with, shame, embarrassment, all of those things. I wanted to create a space where we could just pour all of that out and just be real and authentic and vulnerable. That is really the base and that foundation of what Pillow Talk is. It's about being real and being honest and being transparent. And whatever is being said in that room definitely stays in that room, of course. But I wanted to create that space where we could just let it all out, just pour it all out. And so that way we can fill each other back up with what God says about us, by what his word says about us, by the encouragement of our sisters in the room, by worship, by so many things that God says that we are in him. I wanted us to just be filled up by the goodness of God. So that's what I want to do with Pillow Talk. Um, even for my own self, this is something I need for me, just in the season where I'm dealing with a lot. I'm living by myself now, so I'm a lot I'm alone most of the time if I'm not in class or at work. I have to deal with a lot of my issues. I have to deal with a lot of my issues that I had from the past that is now coming up. And, you know, having to have those pour out sessions on my own and being able to cry it out and being able to journal it out and being able to vent it out and then allow God to pour back into me to fill me up what he says about me how he sees me how he loves me how he cares for me how he has a future for me and he wants to uh surprise me and give me everything that i desire in my heart and more abundantly and so i wanted to create that space for other women because i know that was something that i needed for myself and so i believe that other women would greatly appreciate uh, an atmosphere and a space like that so if you feel like that is juices, you feel like you need to just be around other sisters in Christ or just other women, period, where you feel comfortable pouring out and being transparent and expressing what you're going through and 
allowing us and God to pour back into you encouragement, love, support, all of those things, then this is the event for you, sis. Like, you do not want to miss, I promise you. This is a free event, honey. Free. It's a free event, so you definitely want to go ahead and RSVP right now because no telling when the event will sell out. Um, but yeah, I really do feel like I'm just really excited for what God is going to do that night. That night is also going to be filled with a lot of fun. So we're going to be playing some games and having some icebreakers go on. Um, it's going to be a little bit of socializing going on. So I'm going to have the whole pillow talk backdrop where we can take pictures and cute fun stuff like that. And then, of course, I'm going to have the Pillow Talk merchandise available for purchase. So if you guys are interested in a pillow or a sugar scrub, I will have those available for you. I will also have a giveaway of one of my Pillow Talk merchandise. So definitely show up because you have the opportunity to gain a free pillow or sugar scrub by your girl herself. And yeah, um, that's really just the basis of the event. I'm really excited for what God is going to do that night. And I hope you guys go on RSVP for a spot and I hope to see you there. So that's that with the church announcements. Now on to this word, sis. Y'all, so <laughs> this week has been pretty interesting because God has been having me deal with things from my past. And so earlier this week, I don't even know how I got here, but I think I just was in a place where I was just kind of feeling sorry for myself and pitying myself because I was just thinking back to who I used to be and what I allowed and how I used to allow people to treat me and, and talk to me. And I was feeling a lot of shame and embarrassment for who I was and I didn't know originally how to, to deal with that. I was more so in a space where I was vengeful and just kind of upset with not only the people that hurt me, but even really with myself. Like, how could you just be so naive? How could you be so stupid? How could you be who you were at that time? And it really took a lot of purging and grieving my old self and really acknowledging why I became that girl and having to apologize to her and forgive myself and also forgive those that hurt me. And it was really interesting because it was very up and down for me how I was dealing with this process. Um, one day I would be, you know, I'm good, everything's cool. Then the next day I'm upset and mad at the people that hurt me. Then the next day I'm like, well, you did that to yourself. Why did you allow people to hurt you like that? And just, oh, it was just a lot, y'all. But I was able to take one day after all of the <laughs> up and down to just kind of lay it all out before God and let him know like, okay, this is what it was. This was my past and this is what happened. And this is how I felt in the process of that. And then how I felt about myself in, in results of that. And so I realized that, you know, I was who I was. So there were several different identities that I carried. I had the, the people pleasing, fearful of certain people trying to seek the love that I didn't get from my father type of identity. And then I also had the 
feisty, ready to pop off and fight and go off on somebody identity as well. And really, the second emerged from the first because the first was tired of being used and taken advantage of and her weakness or her kindness taken for weakness and people just mistreating her and thinking that they can run her over. And it got to the point where I just got tired and I got upset and frustrated with the people with people disrespecting me. And so I ended up becoming a B-I-T-C-H. Uh, I, I ended up becoming a minger. I ended up becoming a bully. I ended up becoming something, someone that was ready to fight and go off on folk and defend myself. And at the end of it all, I realized that both of those girls are broken. Both of those came from a place of brokenness. Um, and, you know, long story short, this is part of my testimony that I shared on my YouTube channel. So you should you should definitely check it out. Um, but, you know, I became the the people pleaser and the seeking for attention because I didn't get that from my dad. I, I wasn't firmed growing up. I wasn't properly loved on and my emotions were never really attended to or cared for or I didn't really feel that support growing up. Um, and so because I didn't have that love and that care and support emotionally growing up, I was seeking that in relationships and I subjected myself to mistreatment all because I wanted quote unquote love and companionship with people. But because people could smell the insecurity that I had, people could smell that from a mile away. They will use it to their advantage and get what they want. And because I wasn't wise enough to recognize their antics and what they were doing, I allowed people to mistreat me. And you know, of course, for some time, I was feeling very upset and frustrated with that girl and how, you know, how could you be so weak and so broken like that? But that was the only way I knew how to survive. And I, I had to come to a place where I, I apologized to her and I let her know, like, I understand that she didn't have that support and I understand that she didn't have the love that you needed. But um, I'm coming to realize that that brokenness that I carried no longer serves me. And so I was able to go through a process where I was able to let her go. And then so forth with the the mean girl, because of the mistreatment, I became like my dad, angry, upset, frustrated, ready to fight, ready to pop off. And that also was a broken girl that I had to go and speak to and, and, and let her know, like, I understand, bro. I understand that you were upset and mad. Nobody could hear you. You just wanted to be seen, and I get it. I totally understand, but this girl no longer serves me as well. And so I had to apologize to both of them, and I had to really come to a place of understanding where it came from, why I became that, and then forgive myself. And then also let myself know that I can forgive these people that hurt me too. And it was definitely a process. It's still a process for me because, you know, I was dealing with feeling like I wasted a lot of my time in broken relationships and relationships that did not serve me. A lot of relationships where people just mistreated me and took advantage of me. And I wanted my time back. You know, I was like, dang, God, I could have done something with my life. I could have used that time to really just focus on me or better myself or start something for myself. But yeah, I was too busy trying to demand respect or gain attention in relationships. And either one did not work out for me. And 
God dropped something in my spirit that I didn't even realize was God dropping in my spirit at the time was a scripture that I heard from, I don't even remember hearing it, but just knowing that this scripture specifically in the word, it says that I will give you back what you lost to the swarming locusts. I will repay you the years the locusts have eaten. And so that word was just really sitting on my heart this week. I just kind of been meditating on it. Didn't even know where in scripture it was. Um, I knew it was in scripture, but I had no idea the location (laughs) it was in the Bible. So it was something that I just kept meditating on. Every time I would think about my past, every time I would think about the frustration, the anger and the shame that came with it, that, that scripture would always come back up. And so then I remember listening to Sarah Jake's sermon called A Tight Spot. And I remember listening to this sermon a couple weeks ago, like listened to half of it. And then I never finished it until just yesterday. And when I tell you, that word was on point. Like it literally came straight for my life. Like it literally spoke directly to my situation. And more importantly, it literally she literally spoke on that scripture that I just shared with you guys about God repaying back to repaying back the years that I've lost. And I was like, okay, God, confirmation. Like, I know you're speaking to me. I know that this is a situation that you currently have me dealing with. So I get on Instagram and I check someone's story and they post the T.D. Jakes clip. And so I watch it and he was talking about how he didn't know he was him. So basically it was like, I didn't know I was me. I didn't know I was me. If I knew I was me, I would have never tolerated certain relationships in certain situationships. If I knew I was me, I would have never allowed people to treat me a certain type of way or talk to me a certain type of way. And I was like, mind blown, y'all, because this was literally speaking to my situation. I was just like, okay, God, I hear you. I know that you're speaking to me. And so I decided to actually go into scripture to find exactly where this word that has been on my heart is located in the bible and so it's in joel chapter 2 verse 25 and i will go ahead and read the whole scripture for you it says i will give you back what you lost to the swarming locust the hopping locust the stripping locust and the cutting locust it was i who sent this great destroying army against you now that whole scripture that whole verse was a whole word for me because in the beginning yes it says i'll give you back what you lost so i took that as you know all the years that i feel like i lost giving my heart to the wrong people giving my heart to people that just mistreated it and took advantage of it you know god is going to repay me back those years that i lost right so that was the nlt version that i read and the niv version it says i will repay you the years the locusts have eaten I'm going to just stop right there. The locusts have eaten. So locusts are considered, locusts are like grasshoppers. And basically in this scripture, um, the grasshoppers, the locusts had eaten everything the Israelites have gained and that brought upon pain and sorrow for them. And so basically the the locusts represent the people that have taken from you, that taken your joy, that taken your peace, that taken your time, your energy, shoot, maybe even your money, honey. And God says that he's going to repay back to you what the locusts have eaten, okay? And so I was like, okay, bet. The last part that really stuck out to me was the last part of the verse where it says, it was I, I meaning God, 
who sent this great destroying army against you. And so now anybody would read this and be like, okay, God, if you're so loving, why would you send an army to destroy me? Originally, that's what I thought. But then I really took my time to understand what he was trying to say. And basically, God will allow certain things to happen to teach you something. God will allow or actually even send certain people, people that he knows aren't good for you, to teach you something just so he can wake you up so you can be aware of the certain type of people that you're allowing in your life, the certain type of behavior or mistreatment that you're allowing in your life. He will send that against you so he can wake you up. He can teach you what it is that he needs to teach you. But baby, if you continue reading verse 26, let me show you. In verse 26, it says, you will have plenty to eat until you're full. And you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Oh, wow. And I just felt that so much. I was like, thank you so much, God, that even though you sent this army against me to teach me something about myself, to reveal something about myself, in return, you will repay me back the years that I lost to the to what the locusts have eaten and that I will have now plenty to eat and I will be full and I'll be able to praise you, God. And never again will I ever be ashamed. And that really, I just, I just, I didn't, oh, Chad. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just like, God is so good. Just the fact that this word that I didn't even know where exactly in scripture it was located was meditating on my heart. The fact that I was able to listen to a podcast that I didn't finish a couple weeks ago and it spoke the exact scripture that was on my heart and she was speaking directly to my situation. Not only her, but that her daddy, T.D. Jakes, came on here with the word talking about, I didn't know I was me. And when I, I was just mind blown. I was like, okay, my God hears me. And so I'm speaking to those that are dealing with the shame and the embarrassment of their past. Just know that God says what he says when he will repay you the years you lost to what the locusts have eaten. God will repay you all the years that you've lost to the people that have stripped you from your joy, the people that have taken advantage of you, the people that lied on you, the people that have cheated on you, the people that have taken your, your time, your energy, your money. God will repay to you what you lost. God will pay you back what you lost. Only if you surrender to him, only if you make him your God. And don't be upset. Don't be upset if he is sending an army right now against you to teach you something about yourself. Really rejoice in that because he could really be teaching you about yourself. Take this time to be like, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to teach me about life, about myself, about people? And then once you learn the lesson, once you go through a process of dealing with that, crying it out, explaining, acknowledging, you know, sharing your story and then healing from that. God will give you plenty to eat till you're full. And you'll be able to praise God's name and you will never be ashamed. You will never have to face the shame of your past again. You're going to look back in your past and be like, yeah, that's what happened to me. But you see where I'm at today? And so I'm believing God for that for my life. And in fact, I kind of feel like I'm already there. I feel like I've journeyed through the process of feeling the pain and the shame and the and the weight of my past crying it out and being able to journal it out and share my story 
to now walk in a space of healing and newness of my 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 view towards myself and towards other people. I'm actually working on affirmations this month and the affirmation that I wrote for myself was that I am very loving and compassionate because I definitely believe a, I definitely believe someone who has a tendency to be a people pleaser and then also someone who's very feisty and very passionate has the tendency to be very loving and compassionate right but it's just like okay where are you placing that where how are you handling this this power that you have right and so i told myself that i am loving and i am compassionate but in order to love and respect myself i must have i must set healthy and necessary boundaries for myself and so Finding that balance for myself is definitely key for me to be able to continue to walk in my relationships in a healthy and loving way. To walk in them with wisdom, to walk in them with with discernment and not just allow anybody to treat me any kind of way, not allow people to talk to me any kind of way, not allow myself in any kind of relationship that does not serve either me or the other person. And so that that's really all i have to say i just i'm really full off of this word i want you guys to meditate on it it's joel 225 and in fact i will go ahead and just read that whole chapter and see what god is talking about with restoring israel and so yeah that's really all i have to say i just think that God is so good and how he is continuing to reveal to me so many things about myself and is continuing to mold me and grow me into the woman of God that we both envision our both envision myself to become. And I'm excited for this journey. I'm excited to look back and then, you know, see where I've grown and see how much I've grown. And yeah, I just I love the fact that God has taken me through this process of kind of meddling and going back to my past and having to not only forgive those that have hurt me but forgive myself for the way I I had to survive Mm. Mm -hmm. and so now that I experienced and endured what I went through I can now walk in wisdom of who I know I'm supposed to be as a woman of God I don't have to allow people to talk to me crazy I don't have to fight my god will fight for me exodus fourteen fourteen is the word period i don't have to lift the finger i don't have to do nothing all i have to do is just be who god has called me to be and god will handle the rest period so that's that with that word y'all um i hope it was encouraging i hope it was something that you guys could relate to and again if you guys ever have any questions comments or concerns please message me you can dm me through my twitter or my instagram it's the same it's at chmaka duru d-u-r-u and or any way you can contact me is cool um i i really want to start incorporating questions into the podcast Again, the Pillow Talk Pour Out event is Saturday, October 26th at 5 p.m. If you're in Dallas, please get your tickets. It's it's an event that you don't want to miss. It's going to be full of fun, food. This is going to be food. I I don't know if I told you guys, but it's going to be food. Okay, sis? Um, It's going to be fun, food, a giveaway, and a word. Just a space of pouring out and being filled back up. 
this is an event that is all free so go ahead and secure your spot sis thank you guys again for tuning in i'll talk to you guys next week